You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 471. Do you want to end the cycle of feeling frustration, shame, stress, and guilt? You know what I'm talking about. The cycle of beating yourself up for not being the perfect mom, spouse, or entrepreneur. Do you crave deeper connections with your spouse, your kids, and, dare I say it, yourself? If only you could control the ever-growing to-do list and other priorities running through your mind at all times. Do you wish you had more balance between your life and business? What if you could fall asleep, feeling at peace, and knowing your best was good enough? If those sound like things you want in your life, send me an email at taylor at happinessabound.com. I'd be honored to be able to help you achieve your dream life. Welcome to Happiness Abound, a podcast dedicated and designed to help those seeking happiness in their lives. Here we'll talk about happiness as gained through habit formation, being inspired by the stories of others, and looking for opportunities of growth and learning. I'm Taylor Proctor. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, Happiness Abounder, and welcome back. So I'm very excited today to let you know that I'm recording this podcast episode somewhat remotely, and in fact, quite remote from where I usually record, which is in my closet in Salt Lake City, Utah. Today, I am in fact recording from Edinburgh, Scotland in a hotel room. So please bear with me if the audio quality sounds a little different, or if you are watching on IGTV, Facebook, or YouTube and the background seems a little different. In fact, I'm actually holding my microphone instead of having it kind of be off screen. Uh, So please bear with me, exciting. I am in Edinburgh, Edinburgh and I will actually be here for five weeks. So for the next 25 episodes, we will be doing this podcast remotely and I'm really excited about it. And if you'd like to learn more about why I'm on my trip to Edinburgh, and what I'm doing on this trip, be sure to follow me at happiness underscore bound on Instagram. I will be sharing IG stories, and I will also have it as a highlight section on my profile titled Edinburgh. So I'm excited for you guys to follow along with me. But that said, I do want to continue the podcast as normal, and I want to continue our discussion about relationships. And in fact, the last two weeks we've spoken about like actually it's 10, it was five and then five more, things to improve your relationships. And today I want to talk about the five keys that I believe are crucial to a successful and happy romantic relationship. Everything else, and in fact, maybe even these, could be applied to platonic, friends, familial relationships, but I really wanna dive into the romantic aspect of things. And the irony here is is that as I'm talking about romantic relationships, my own romantic partner is back home, thousands upon thousands, it feels like the other side of the earth, miles away in Salt Lake City, Utah, but that is okay because he will be coming out to visit me on week two of this five-week adventure that I am on, which is pretty awesome. But that said, these are things that I think are crucial to romantic, happy romantic relationships. And if you agree, I'd love to hear from you. If you disagree, I would also love to hear from you and hear why. So on that note, 
Also, apologies, that sickness has still got me. If you've been following along for like the last four weeks, you know that I have not been feeling the greatest. And so there may be a little bit of audio adjustment there too because my ears haven't popped from the plane ride. So I kind of can't hear myself right now. And I don't know what my voice sounds like because it feels a little scratchy. So please just bear with me. I promise this episode and the remaining five episodes and all five weeks of episodes are going to be awesome. So stick around. So that said, now that we're three minutes in, <laughs> let's talk about the number one key to a happy romantic relationship. And we'll be diving into the remaining four throughout the rest of the week. So number one. I know it's going to sound obvious, but bear with me here, is trust. Straight up trust. Now, I think we've all had those relationships where, and maybe it was pre-social media, maybe it was in the MySpace era, maybe it was the beginning of the Facebook era, but at some point, even pre-social media, it was driving by their house, let's be honest, at some point, most of us have had a relationship where we have not trusted the individual and we have driven past their house to see if they're there when they said they were there. We've looked up their social media when they said they were doing something and we like looked at their social media to see if they were doing live updates and that's actually what they were doing. Now, if you were pro, pro not trusting, you would look at their friends' stuff, like who they were hanging out with or who they said they were hanging out with and see what they posted. Now, maybe that wasn't your, your genre, right, your generation, but I think we've all had something like that or we've had friends who had something like that. I remember in like high school, I had a friend that did not trust her boyfriend and we like sat outside of his work to see that he was actually at work or not and if he left... And if he left with someone else, like it was next level, like not trusting people. And I want you to really think about that. This may all sound super obvious and super high school. Like I get it. But sometimes you have to have those crazy relationships to get to the good ones and to know what true trust is. And I'm not saying go get in a terrible relationship. But what I am saying is, is when you look back at those situations, whether you've been in them or a friend has been in them or you've heard about them, you know those relationships don't make anybody happy. The complete lack of trust tears everything about you down. Makes you second guess yourself, makes you second guess your partner, makes you second guess your life. And that's where things really start to struggle. So long story short in all of this is you need to have trust in your relationships. And that starts with a few things. One, they need to do, and you need to play your part in this too. You both need to do what you say you will. That's, that means everything. That means, hey, I'm going to call you when I get home. You call when you get home or text. Hey, I'm going to take out the garbage. You take out the garbage. Trust is built upon small acts of doing what you said you would. That's it, really, plain and simple. Now, next level trust, I highly recommend researching into Brene Brown and the idea of vulnerability. And when someone is in the ring with you and they're in the ring too, 
being able to trust them with some vulnerabilities of yours and have them share theirs back, that's going to build the next level of trust. I'm not going to go super deep on that here because I don't think that that's really my area of expertise. Again, total Brene Brown zone. But I do want you to start looking at how much trust you have in your relationships. And if you do not have high levels of trust, now granted, there I think there's multiple levels. If you think your trust level with your partner could be higher, then I want you to consider and think about, are you doing the things you said you would do? And are you having open conversations saying, hey, I'm struggling trusting you in this area right now. What can we do to work together? <coughs> Excuse me. What can we do to work together so that I don't feel this distrust and you don't feel this distrust from me? Right? Open, honest communication with each other. And that will be into our future episodes. But really take a look at the levels of trust you have in your life. And I think this, this does, like this is romantic relationship based, but you can look at this across everything. Like, do you have that one quote unquote friend that you can't trust with any of your information because they either gossip about you afterward or you feel like they judge you the entire time? That's a poor level of trust. If you feel that from your romantic partner, whole different deal. If you're looking at what your partner's doing because you're not sure that you trust them, it's time to evaluate things. It's time to really deeply look at trust. Trust in your life. And if it's at a quality of trust, a level of trust that brings you happiness, or is it making your life miserable? Because if you don't have trust, a foundational component of all of these five things that lead to a happier romantic relationship, you've got nothing. I'm just going to put that out there. So while this may seem like a very basic, like understand it kind of podcast episode today, I've got to start with the foundations and you've got to have trust. So I encourage you to take a look at the trust foundations in your romantic relationships, see where there might be some cracks and start to build on those, start to fix those cracks, start to do what you say you will and maybe start to share a little bit of vulnerability if the person is worthy of you sharing your vulnerability. So I'm going to leave you with that today. I hope that this episode has connected with you. If you think that trust is not a crucial foundation to a happy romantic relationship, I would love to hear your reasons why. You can find me at happinessabound.com, happinessabound blog on Facebook, and happiness underscore bound on Instagram. And again, if you would like to follow along with my Edinburgh journey, please do. You can find me at happiness underscore bound. You can click on my stories or on my highlight titled Edinburgh. So I'm going to leave you with that today. Thanks for tuning in. Please stay tuned for the remainder of this five series episode or five series theme of episodes all about the five keys to a happy romantic relationship. And above everything else, remember, you are capable of happiness abound. <laughs>